Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Kuza Cast as we meet with more and more people from the tourism industry around the world. Today, my guest is Melissa Foley, who is the founder of All About Africa Consulting. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Graham. Nice to be with you. Nice to be with you, too. So, yeah, I mean, you you reached out, uh, you've got some exciting projects on the go and you um some, you know, some things you'd like to raise awareness of. And I mean, that's what the whole point of the podcast is as we as we uh, audience keeps growing around the world so so um yeah if just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you've been up to over the past few years in tourism and uh, then we can get cracking into the the deeper stuff <laughs> sure yeah so my passion and and professional mission is to basically promote social and environmental sustainability within the tourism uh, industry throughout Africa and one of my pet passions is um, is based in Tanzania, where I lived for many years before I moved to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And that's advocating for ethical climbing on Kilimanjaro. And mm-hmm. so I'm fortunate enough to be a board member of an organization um, that supports a group called the Kilimanjaro Porters Assistance Project, uh, based in Boshi and Arusha. Okay. And and explain a bit more about uh, about that. What's what's going on on the mountain? Yeah. So unfortunately, there hasn't been um, as much public awareness within the the industry itself or the general climbing public about the the issues and the challenges facing um, the mountain crew on the mountain. Um, essentially, as as you well know, being in the in the industry, um, Tanzania specifically is a very 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 saturated market. It's extremely competitive, and the cost of climbing um, Kilimanjaro the more the majority of that expense comes down to um, park fees, and so wow. obviously that's a, a a fixed rate, a fixed fee for the for the local climbing companies. And so what often happens is um, for the local companies to be more competitive and to keep their costs down, um, the it's it's the mountain crew that suffer and that that comes at a cost of um, unfair wages, um, not being provided enough meals, being um, inadequate uh, sleeping and living conditions, not being looked after if they're if they fall ill and so forth. And so basically, um, this organization, KPAP, has been around for about 20 years, so it's very well established, and they've created a monitoring program, basically, I don't want to say certification program, but like a monitoring program where they can check, they send an investigative reporter up on every client, 30, 40 reasonable items, all of which are legally government required things that the company should be doing mm-hmm. um, just make sure that the the local companies are adhering to best practices. And so not only is it the right thing to do from a human rights perspective, it actually is a very strong marketing and competitive advantage for the companies that are participating in this program. Yes. Yeah. 
in in Tanzania, there's about 160 um, properly licensed and recognized um, climbing companies in Moshi and Arusha. Wow. And about 300 in total, if you factor in all the local companies that are not officially licensed and yeah. insured recognized and so like i said it's very saturated and right now there's about 50 or so climbing companies that are participating in this program it's always been free to 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 join there's no cost for these local operators to do so the argument can be made why not join i mean it's best practices yeah, it's yeah. helping you with your operations so <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah <laughs> oh wow so the the most so all companies should just sign up and and get accredited and i suppose then the question is why wouldn't you sign up if you feel that you're doing everything correctly well that's the question why wouldn't you so yeah. fundamentally yeah. i mean and and not to say i mean like there 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 are some companies out there that are doing the right thing theoretically and you know but why wouldn't you participate in this program if it's you know yeah. it helps your operations run more efficiently and you can get the marketing advantage to use the logo and your agent partners then as an affiliate become part of this program as a partner yeah. and recognize as well. So they in yeah. turn get the marketing advantage. But, you know, unfortunately, the issue is, is that a lot of these companies are not willing to adhere to the standards that we require and the standards that we require genuinely are the bare minimum requirements of what the government and industry standards are so yeah it's not like asking anything unreasonable or outrageous it's just the lack yeah. of transparency and the unwillingness to to pay minimum wages and mm. yeah but uh do you know if every single company has been approached and is aware of your program well 20 years this this you know yeah. and, and i'm sure you Tanzania, it's a very small market. Everybody knows everybody. If you sneeze, <laughs> yeah, people know yeah. it. And so, yes, it's very aware. The organization itself, it's um, it's had it's a very small grassroots uh, group, and they've had very limited resources. And so, their focus has always been um, on the actual like program itself, on the monitoring. And they offer substantial additional resources um, to this demographic as well, because as you can imagine, they're pretty much the most exploited in the in the tourism supply chain. And mm. so they offer a lot of educational classes like um, English, first aid, leave no trace, uh, wilder first aid wilderness safety training, um, HIV AIDS, uh, micro lending, alternative income generating classes and so forth. But in mm. fact, um, during the pandemic, we actually pivoted and provided substantial additional resources to both the porters and the small business climbing companies in terms of like how to deal with, you know, cancellations and how to communicate to clients that we were recognized by WTM Responsible Tourism Awards and won Africa and we won international for supporting communities during the pandemic. So, yeah. you know, the. The amount of resources that we provide to the community is substantial, but unfortunately, over the years, we just haven't had a lot of resources to create the public awareness within the within the agents and the climbing public to to get more consumer drive to get the local mm. companies to do that. And so, when I moved to Tanzania about six or seven years ago and got involved in the African tourism industry. 
and going to all these shows like Indaba and ITB and WTM, that's when it really presented a good opportunity to start having these conversations. And so through that, we've seen a big shift of that awareness where more of the international agents and more um, social media and, and more push has been pushing the local cl climbing companies to start engaging. And we've had a 30% increase in new um, local companies participating in the program due to consumer and agent pressure. Yeah. And how does the how does the program actually make money if the operators, it is it just donations? Yeah. yeah, it's an NGO. We completely rely on um, angel donors to support us. And um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. so yes, and, if anyone is passionate about this demographic, <laughs> happy well, to just quickly, while, while we're on the topic, how do people go and have a look and support? What's the what's the website? Yeah. The, the website is Killy, K-I-L-I, porters.org. Killyporters.org. Okay. And, you know, I suppose the, the, the question from, from businesses that, that haven't signed up is then, I suppose, what, what makes you the, or what makes the organization able to make rules that, that they feel are, you know, not, that should be adhered to, um, you know, mm -hmm. if, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. I mean, it, it would be sure, course, if yeah. some if someone came to my business and said, well, I don't feel that you're doing this, this, this the right way. I'd say, well, you know, it's it's I mean, is is are you saying that there's like laws being broken and basic human rights or laws and stuff like that? Or you talk about minimum wage. So surely the, yeah. the surely that's a legal issue that the, the, the government needs to get involved or the police or something. Well, should and do are two different things. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're enforcing with the with the daily minimum, with the with the government and what the national parks have deemed should is a minimum wage per day for the for the porters. So we're just yes. we're ensuring that's that that's being enforced. Yeah, and so, so because you know, the park isn't doing it, the government's not doing it, and okay. you know, self regulation is not an option. So yeah. it's us as independent third party to verify with the crew that that it's being done and then we're also verifying that the crew gets paid within two days of the um descent of the of the climb mm -hmm. and then it's other things that you know you know one might argue is a bit more ambiguous but like you know we've been running operations on the mountain for 20 years so we know mm -hmm. all the ways like things can be exploited so yeah a lot of time these orders will have to pay bribes to the guides in order to be selected to go on to the climb so we've got stop gaps for that and then it's also like the tipping process so at the end of the climb a lot of times the client the clients will want to give tips um the guides will say oh just give me the money and i'll hand it out to the rest of the crew but we mm. say no 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 you must educate the the climbing companies must educate the the, the clients and say you must individually give the tip directly to each person so that you're ensured that everyone gets their fair share no one yeah. loses it yeah yeah oh well that's that's uh that's very very interesting as you say it's, it's something that no one really gives uh, a thought to and yeah. um yeah. you know if it's, if there are issues that need to be highlighted you know i think that um i think it's probably i think you will agree that it's important to also highlight that just because a company hasn't signed up doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong. It's, it's, I mean, we welcome everybody to participate. Like I said, it's yeah. free and all they have to do is just, again, adhere to the minimum standards. And so, you know, we're hoping yeah. 
you know, there'll be more engagement and more companies will, you know, we're hoping, you know, opportunities like this to, to yeah. talk about it and to awareness will incentivize people to to have the conversation and to find out more and it's 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 very simple and actually if you ask any of the the near 50 local companies every one of them will tell you not only have they gained business because yeah. of it it's actually mm. increased the efficiency of their operations of, yeah. of their process and it reduces i mean it helps catch shrinkage and theft like within it because there's a, a monitoring process in place yeah. that they didn't have before, like a check sure. and balance so yeah you know it's basically like free consulting <laughs> that, wow that's that it best, yeah free best practice consulting well that's exactly. interesting kelly kellyporters.org i'll definitely ch check it out yeah. and uh yeah. yeah i mean thanks so much so let's talk about um Let's talk about your journey through the through the COVID pandemic. What uh, yeah. what was happening with uh, Melissa Foley in March 2020 that didn't happen in April 2020? <laughs> well, you know, I I don't know if you caught one of my backstory. So I actually had just returned to South Africa. I had um, on one of my visa runs back to the states while I was based here in Cape Town. I had suffered a bit of a medical emergency crisis and near death experience oh, wow. and had a yeah. emergency open heart surgery oh, gosh. so um, I, yeah so i got stuck oh it's all good now but i got had been stuck in the states for a year and so i had just returned to cape town and you know was ready to go back at it because you know mm. I, had, I had just moved to to cape town um from tanzania uh just prior to this and so you know it's ready to get back on the horse and and go for yeah. it and then COVID. but you know physically and i i think mentally it was a good time to to relax and to rest and i did do a lot of focus on um this work with the porters in in tanzania because i'm sure as you know the covid didn't exist in, in yes. Tanzania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't exist. Yeah, it wasn't real. COVID deniers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and then I think just kind of strategically was just trying to organize myself for bigger picture, what things would look like um, post COVID. And it's been, it's been a very interesting journey and I'm excited to see, you know, what's next. And my bigger vision is I'm in the process now of trying to facilitate, um, a network, a database, if you will, of um, all the different NGOs and social enterprise and conservation groups that I've been working with over the last eight years, Pan-Africa and all the different countries, and kind of collectively pull them together alongside um, uh, products, you know, like supply chain products, you know, for the tourism industry, so that there can be one centralized resource and database for the tourism industry to go to to tap into for their um, social and environmental initiatives and their csr um, drives so if they want to mm. align themselves with a philanthropic partner if they're looking to to find measures to implement into their supply chain and swap out existing products or services that are going to have more meaningful impact to you know entrepreneurial smaller local businesses they have a centralized place to go in each region and then mm. hopefully through that there's an opportunity for for both the local operators and dmcs and the international agents to help amplify the message and create awareness for some of these organizations to the travelers to create support for these projects you know in each country because 
Mm. You know, when you look at like what's happening in sub-Sahara Africa and, and, you know, just advocating for climate justice and social justice, you know, we as the tourism industry have an obligation to be advocating for the people in the places that we're, you know, operating and profiting in. And so mm. this just feels like a more efficient way to kind of link those two together and create this vehicle or a, a way to to do that for the tourism industry. Yeah, I mean, do, do do you have you spoken with Craig Drysdale of Sigma International and the mentorship work that they're doing? In fact, I just helped uh, I just helped a young entrepreneur with uh, get a you know with with some business plans and all that. Uh, um, they probably he definitely will be around it in Darba, so okay, you should yeah yeah, yeah because that's yeah. the National Department of Tourism run a program with to help young entrepreneurs in the tourism okay. industry and. You know, if you want to, yeah. you know, it's just all the the sources of of your. If you wanted to say, you create a database of of all Definitely, the of yeah. all the entrepreneurs, and then I don't know if you've ever come across your your fellow country woman um, who lives in Cape Town, Shannon Elizabeth. Um, oh, she's got, I don't. Yeah, okay. yeah, she's she's got the Shannon Elizabeth Foundation. Uh, I okay. met I met her on the app called Clubhouse a few yeah, well, about yeah. two two years ago now, and uh, she's doing great work for for conservation. Um, okay. based in Cape Town now, so yeah, um, yeah, I would love uh, to link up. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because then, um, yeah, let me. I mean, it's I'll send you some information. Um, okay. Yeah, I've actually reached out to perhaps even an interview as many people as I can also in, in this. Uh, yeah in this uh, space uh you yeah. know sustainable and, and conservation i had grant folds on the other day about your know, project yeah. rhino and yeah uh, that's a good one. yeah that's a yeah good one. so there's 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 a lot that needs to be done and i think the yeah. more people yeah. like yourself and everybody else that i'm interviewing advocates yeah. for it then we can hopefully get you know do do something good yeah, but see, this is it. Everything feels so siloed and so fragmented. So it just yeah. feels like there's an opportunity to try to pull everybody together and for more collaboration and yeah. like pull those resources. And, and again, sharing that message of the industry to say like, okay, if you're operating in this region or this country and this is your interest, here's a great network and group of organizations that, you know, have some type of like, you know, pre-vetted process to make sure that like, you know, the financials are transparent and the impact is high and great. Here's, here's a group to connect with and to align yourself with. And so, yeah, mm. it's, it's like through you and through, you know, all of the connections because everyone knows somebody who knows somebody. So it's just pulling it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sh Chantal Porquita, who was a guest of mine, one of my first guests, uh, she runs Timber Travel and, um, yeah. She focuses on woman empowerment. So you yeah. go go back. Yeah, you can listen. Good. You can listen to her um, podcast and uh, and yeah. So I mean, she'd be a good one to to meet up with, and you know, she'll she'll know some businesses as well that you can yeah put on put on. The, it's a great idea to have a database of who's doing what. Um, you know, in that space. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll hopefully, hopefully, yeah. others think so as well. And it can be utilized yeah. uh, for for high impact. <laughs> yeah, and you must be enjoying those direct flights now from the states oh, to. Gosh, yes, yes, and actually, it's been very nice. I've had more visitors in the last year than I think oh, in the five years. Wonderful. Years. So, yeah. 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 No, I mean, I've I've great. been saying it for years. Why isn't there Cape Town? the states now there's two i think 
uh, isn't it? The uh, two, three, two, I think the DC. Yeah, there yeah. could even be three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, no, I know the DC's in the opera. Well, I think since COVID, the U.S. actually took and overtook the U.K. as the number yes. one source market. For yes, Africa, it did. So. And now, <laughs> yeah, now it's back to the UK, but uh, I'm sure the, I'm sure it'll it'll be like a tug of war between the US and the, the UK. Uh, as, long, as long as they spend money, I just want them to spend money like responsibly and to like, yes. you know, yeah, that they're yeah. that they're that they're doing well in the community and out in the bush, and yeah, that we're providing enough opportunity for them to to do no harm. <laughs> yeah. And there's also uh, Weaver. I mean, I introduced Julie from. I mean, I interviewed Julie from Weaver Amazing. the other day. Uh, yeah, I love what yeah. they're doing. Yes, we just chatted at WTM. We're going to find a way to see oh, how good. this can all link together as good. well. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool what they're doing. It's yeah, it's yeah. Because I was going to say you should you should uh, hook up. Yeah, because it's a lot of synergy yeah. there too. Um, yes. And sure. what's what's um, what's uh, in the future apart from just trying to trying to help out and you know with all the sustainability are you uh i mean talk about your actual representation as well like what uh do you what do you focus on there um yeah you know i mean like that's fun i love the travel but this is really my real passion so mm. i actually i'm repping a client um in australia in august with the with the africa showcase crew they're so fun oh wonderful yes yeah, yeah. So that, that'll be nice to to go down under um and uh yeah that's one focus of it but but really the 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 networking the the connecting the 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 ngos the conservation into the supply chain i think right now that's that's pretty much my primary focus and then trying to help you know the the small businesses like tell that as their story you know we hear so much about greenwashing and in how, how we can actually tell more authentic stories um but only if it if it's really sincere and if it's really if it's really having proper proper um, connections to the community and really supporting conservation in a genuine way, and so people just you know most people do want to do that they just don't know how and so yeah. I feel like there's an opportunity there to to bridge that gap. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, well it sounds like it's going to be an exciting endeavor. This. Uh... Podcast will probably go out after in Darba, but so um, I may have to do a little footnote or something as to how it all went. But uh, yeah, so uh, we'll definitely see you there and look looking forward yeah, to it. And um, and yeah, I mean, I just you know thank you so much for all the work you're doing and uh, you know onwards and upwards for for you and and everything that you're trying to achieve. And yeah, we'll as I say, we'll just try and network, 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 and introduce sure, everybody sure. to anybody. And Absolutely. let's let's. Let's tackle the problems together. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Thanks, Graham. Keep up the great work. I love what you're doing with these and spreading awareness and, you know, getting all the the, the key folks out there. So yeah. thank you. Awesome. See you soon, Melissa. Thanks a lot. Great. Thanks, Graham. Have a great day. You Bye, too. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning into KuzaCast, where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe. Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating, and we'll see you next time on KuzaCast. <laughs>